So here we go then. Welcome back to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Tractor Girls Talk podcast. I'm your host as ever, Ross. And of course, we are proudly sponsored by John Fowler's Solicitors. And I'm joined. And sorry, it's been a while, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a while since we recorded an episode. But um, we're busy people. We're busy people. Um, but I'm joined by my co-host and town woman skipper, Blue Wilson. Blue, it's a pleasure as always. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, thanks, Ross. I'm currently in the office at work, recording the pod. You know, priorities, I've got them right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm doing all right, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. And uh, yeah, sorry, last week we had it all penciled in. And then last minute I had to go, sorry, can't do it this week. I didn't want to rush it. We want to bring you a very good podcast. And I don't want to be feel like it's been rushed. So we're here, ready to go. We've got all the notes down. We've got a lot to talk about. Two games to cover. We've also got special guest. And um, well... She's come out of nowhere, and she's been fantastic. Um, Blue, I'll let you take it away. Who's joining us this week? People will know that. They'll see the description and all that jazz, and we're tagged her in. But take it away. So, yeah, on our pod, pod this week, sort of come into the first-team environment um, at the start of the season and sort of yeah, taking everyone by storm. But we've got Nia Evans. I don't know how to introduce you because on the website, you're a midfielder. I've seen you play, I've seen you play all over the pitch. So how are you yeah, doing, I think- Nia? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. Yeah. And good. on that question, so I've seen you play midfield, I've seen you play at the back. Do you see yourself as a as a one position player or are you quite happy that you're moving about a bit? Um, I think it's a compliment to to be played in different positions. Um, but I like to think of myself as a midfielder. Okay. Versatile. Versatile. In this modern day of football, you've got to be versatile. We've seen a lot of players play different positions and uh, if it works, it works. And uh, Nia, we're going to get to know you a bit later on more about your journey to the Town first team. Of course, 10 questions with, which is becoming a very popular feature. Um, Of course, it's debating, you know, with pineapple on pizza, should that be happening? Um, Currently, it's 1-1. Um, so we'll see if Nia's going to join Team Roscoe or Team Blue. We'll find out later on. Um, Now, Two games to cover. Um, of course, last time we were, we were speaking, Blue, we, we a bit of a post-mortem talking about the Pomps, Pompey defeat. Then we were going into Gillingham and um, a 2-1 defeat at home against Gillingham. Um, we'll cover that briefly here. Um, but the main talking point is the, the Bidderiki win. Um, but what's your, your thoughts from the Gillingham game? We've had a good week or so to reflect on it. Um, overall thoughts on that defeat? It's a difficult one um, because first half we we really dominated um, and second half it almost just sort of fell away. It wasn't like we didn't dominate, but they just caught us. Um, so, yeah, really disappointing loss, actually. And I think we, we learned a lot from that. Um, and we definitely had to regroup after. Um, there was a lot of reflection. I mean, we, ref- we reflect normally after games, but after that game, it was a lot of honesty, a lot of reflection. And now action to um so difficult um obviously we did score we went one not up and then conceded two so yeah it, it's not it's not great for confidence but you see that we turned that around against Billericay in a real sort of hard fought win um and I think the celebrations for Tasha's goal will really show you how much relief as that goal went in yeah and um Nia I don't know how we weren't 6-0 up in the first half against Gillingham. So many chances. Good to see Anna on the score sheet originally. You, of course, you're on the bench. Um, of course, I'm sure you're like all the town players. Just frustrated. Like, how are we not 
six, seven, eight nil up in the first half. Yeah, I think that was the main thing we were thinking going into half time. We could have been three, four, five nil up, and then to lose the game is just so frustrating, like you say. Yeah, and so, yeah, uh, it's let's. Just... Sorry, sorry, carry on, Neil. No, no, you carry on. I'm, I'm interrupting our guest, Neil. That's the first warning. That's the first warning. Carry on. So, yeah, I think it's just, you know, how do we come out of the second half and make sure those those two goals don't go in? And um, cliche klaxon, game of two halves, sadly. Um, so, um, sadly, we were a bit untidy, weren't we? Um, some sloppy passes here and there. And sadly, I, thought that I saw a goal coming and uh, it did come Gillingham's way. Um, and we just weren't ruthless enough to finish the job in the second half, Blue. Uh, and yeah, we got punished for not taking those chances, unfortunately. Yeah, that, that phrase again, um, not taking your chances, not being clinical enough. Um, we had some clear-cut chances as well in the first half, really clear-cut. Um, and I hate the phrase, it's just one of those days, because it continues to just, it can't always be one of those days. Um, so yeah, there's different elements of the game that we have to look into and it's not just strikers or wingers fault um we have to look at look at the whole team and see okay how can we be better here and defensively we conceded two um when you compare that to last season where we spent the whole pretty much the whole season conceding very very few um and we've conceded what five in the first two games um so yeah we we have to look at all these bits and I've seen them on the training pitch almost try and correct these. I know Joe's been doing unit work, uh, Charlie as well. So we're working on those development areas again. And I think that's shown and players have mentality-wise against Bilirki so, so much better. So, so much better. But we need that consistency now um, going forward, I think. Indeed, yeah, because the momentum swung into Gillingham's favour when they equalised and they got their goal. And Nia, you came off the bench... Um, What's your memories of the game? Because it's been a couple of weeks now. You've you've played another game and you've had training and all that, and saw you. I'm sure you've done other things in your life as well. So there's a lot of things. But what can you remember coming on and you know trying to get back into the game? Yeah, um, I came on as centre back, so I just remember thinking, you know, how can we turn this around? But obviously, in the end, we couldn't. I think it was just another annoying, annoying one where we had our chances, didn't take them, and then just couldn't find a solution towards the end. And Nia, what's it like? Um, obviously, you play academy games and also some senior games now. Obviously, with the senior team, there is pressure to win. We, have, we, want, to, we want to get promoted, we want to win the league. So is there a change in, the, in your mentality going into a first-team game where you have that pressure of, OK, we have to win this game or... We need to win this game. Does that make sense? Do you feel that or is it no different for you? Yeah, obviously, well, you want to win any game for whatever team you're playing for, but I think I definitely do. I feel the pressure. I don't think I'm affected by it, hopefully not. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel the And the environment we're in as well, I feel, you know, this is a game. We want to win every game. It's definitely in your mind all the time. And that sort of segues nicely into Billy Ricky. First three points on the board, clean sheet. Um, yeah, of course, a team we're very familiar with, Blue. Um, we've played against them so many times in Tier 4, Cup games, League games, um, some memorable moments against them. Um, and yeah, it was a game Wednesday night under the lights. Um, 
you know, we, we only have a few of those a season. Um, you wasn't there, Blue, of course, but I'm sure when you were seeing the updates, seeing the tweets, yeah, I'm sure you're happy, happy bunny, happy captain, seeing us 1-0 winning. Yeah, so I couldn't make the game. Um, I had to get my knee checked out by a consultant. Um, so I was actually driving back from Scotland. Um, so I had my Twitter notifications on. I promise you I was not on my phone whilst driving. I had notifications on and um, I would get the update, obviously, as Kieran tweeted out. Um, but yeah, massive win. Billerick is a really tough team that we have history with. Um, they're, they're a team of, I don't want to say bullies, but they have that nature about them. They're physical. Um, and I always knew that it wasn't just going to be a, a battle of who's a better footballing team. It's also a battle of, you know, who can stand up and who wants to win this. Um, so, so, so pleased when I got the tweet that Tash had scored um, and then obviously watched elements of the game back and saw the celebrations and yeah, great, 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 great to see. Yeah, it was a very competitive first half. And I think that's what you expect um, from when you play a Billerick side, as you say. I wouldn't say they're, they're bullies, but they're just a very physical side. And we've, we've found that with Gillingham and even Portsmouth. You know, this division, we've got a lot of physical sides. Um, but yeah, we played our football in the second half. Um, scored a really good goal. Um, great ball from Anna and Tash out of nowhere. Boom, steaming in. Great finish. And, you know, that's her first competitive goal since January. So for a striker, I'm sure now she's on cloud nine. First one, hopefully many more to come. And Nia, um, watching from the sidelines, um, it was a, a decent decent game to watch uh, as a neutral. Um, you know, a real team performance from, from us. Uh, what were you thinking during the game before you came on? Um, I thought it was a pretty even game. Um, I think when you're obviously involved in a team, you look at it through rose-tinted glasses and you think, you know, yeah, we're, I want us to win. And you don't really look at the game as a whole. You sort of thinking about how can we score? When are we going to score? And yeah, I think it was even. I think it was a bit like the um, Gillingham, Gillingham game, to be honest. Um, both teams had chances. And then obviously when our goal went in, I think everyone just felt like ecstatic. Everyone was, everyone on the bench was up, buzzing. So yeah, it was, it was a great feeling. And uh, Blue, it's time for me to have a little bit of a moan um, at the team because um, they celebrated the wrong way. So, uh, <laughs> you know me, you know me, I'm just like, oh. I was like, I was happy, I was happy. Yes, Tash is one nil up, happy days. But also, like, inside as a photographer, I'm like, you've gone the wrong way, wrong way, Tash, you've gone the wrong way. But she was celebrating near the dugout and everything. It was it was great. It was fantastic. And yeah, huge weight off Tash's shoulders, as I said. Um, and I have to say, a real team performance, um, de definitely defensively. Liv Smith, Smudge, brilliant performance from her. Um, and some other, you know, just collectively defended really well. And um, as I said, Anna, EK, Eloise King, she's been having a really good um, performances as of late as well. Um, but yeah, from the game you watched, Blue, from, you know, the clips and highlights and stuff, what else stood out for you? And I think we we, we stood up tall and really competed against Billy Ricky and... Uh, you know, relieved to get the win? I think what was mentioned after in reflection was momentum and how important that is in football. And I know I've said that before on the pod, um, but Joe showed us a few clips of Villaricky having a lot of momentum after halftime. So really sort of dominating us possession-wise. And then we went on and scored. So it was just looking at how we managed that momentum, didn't allow them to score. They had a few corners. We didn't let them score. We we kept a clean sheet. And then 
we turn around and score a great goal all the way through the pitch, playing through the pitch, and then a great cross from Anna to Natasha to put it in the back of the net. I think you can really see through the celebrations from Joe in particular. That's the first person I noticed when I watched the clip. Um, but all the girls, the the pure relief that actually we can we can score and we can handle the pressure and we can handle the momentum. So yeah, all around really, really pleased. Um, because it's one of those games which can go very much either way, um, as we've seen in the past. So yeah, that, that's that's my that's my learnings from that game. We can manage momentum, but can we do it consistently now? Yeah, I, I love the celebrations, you know, the, the bundle and, you know, you've got EK, you've got Bonnie in there doing fist pumps. It was great to see. Um, Nia, you came off the bench, you, not not many minutes, but um, I'm sure coming into a game where you're like, you, we're trying to keep the 1-0 win. Like, what do you get told to do when you come on? Like, you know, you've got only a few minutes to really have an impact in the game. How, what, what do you have to do? Um, so, obviously, I came on as striker, so that's another position to add to, yeah. the, <laughs> to, add to the CV. <laughs> but no, I just got got told to work hard, um, put their back line under pressure and just keep, I guess, bring a little bit of, not energy, but um, just fresh legs, I guess, into the game and um, just just work hard, yeah. So, okay, striker, centre mid, centre back, when are you going to be playing wing? Are you be playing <laughs> wing back soon, do you reckon? Hopefully keeper, QPR. Reckon. <laughs> keep, yeah, keeper. keeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that'll be interesting. Absolute yeah. bingo card. Tick them all off. Yeah. Tick them off. Tick them all off. Pretty much. Pretty. Yeah. Um, well, any other notes? Any other business from the Billy Ricky game? Um, anybody? Anybody? I had some Pringles. Just let people know uh, the away day food review could be back. Um, I was going to have a burger, but someone told me don't do it, Ross. It was charcoal. So I went, okay, I won't have a burger. <laughs> um, so I had Pringles and a and a whisper uh, at half time. Nice. So that was. Um, what What was the post match food near? Um, it was pizza, but it was like on a baguette. Interesting. Yeah, it was alright, and garlic bread. Wow, so, carby. Yeah. Very, <laughs> Very carby. carby, yeah. <laughs> Very carby. Yeah, I um, I didn't travel with the team. I, I came. Um, good old Matt Macon, um, dro- drove us. He's a listener of the podcast. He he drove me. So um, big up to him and um, his wife Gemma, who um, uh, um, was part would travel with us as well. So um, shout out to them. Um, well. Let's move on then. It's uh, something to build on. We'll, of course, preview QPR in the Cup. Um, of course, a lot of work still to do in the league, but back to Cup action this time around. Uh, but let's get to know Nia a bit more then. We've got 10 questions with, but before that, let's talk about your journey, Nia, to Ipswich Town, um, a very different route to other players. Um, sort of let us know your journey so far. Um, did you always want to play football? Yeah, I, I'm not even really sure how I got into football, but um, I've always played it. I played it um, in the house with my dad with a little size sort of two football. Um, and then when I was about eight, I joined um, a local boys team. Um, played there till I was about 14. Um, but while I was there, I joined Suffolk, uh, the ACC there. And um, yeah, I was there for about three three, four years, I guess. And um, during that time, I did actually go to a, a couple of the regional camps. Um, oh, okay. So, so I don't remember I know, you, but yeah. You don't remember me. I wasn't there long. Um, <laughs> but I do have a picture with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need to find this. We need to, we need so to see random. this. 
yeah. yeah, so, has it, I yeah, yeah I was with her, so yeah, it's that picture. Um, it's me for context for viewers. It's a, it's a picture of um, me and Lauren Hemp actually holding up England shirts. Um, yeah. And what age group were you? Under fourteens or younger? No, I think I was. Tw- I think I was twelve. Under twelve. So, so we yeah. had to have a photo with these under twelves, <laughs> of which I actually now know quite a few of them, <laughs> which is yeah, getting loads, more and yeah. more embarrassing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a few of us age which now from that picture, which is obviously really good. But yeah, I actually got um, quite homesick on those trips, so I just decided not to go back. Um, and then moved on to another boys team when I was about 15, but kind of, I think there's an age where you start to grow out of boys football and you, you can't really keep up, I guess, sort of thing physically. Um, I then went to, I then joined Needham so I was training with them when I was uh, 15 and then signed on when I was 16 to play to play fully. Um, was there for two, two three seasons. Um, yeah, enjoyed my time there, to be fair. Uh, then obviously joined the post-16 programme at the Community Trust, which is now the foundation. And um, yeah, then randomly got asked to play for the 21s one Wednesday and then... Yeah, so it's all up from there. <laughs> yeah, the rest is history. And uh, how's it been, you know, coming into the first team play pre-season? You played, of course, at Plough Lane. Um, it was that double header. Um, you had an opportunity to also play against um, Cholton as well. Uh, you also, of course, played against Wolves and that good win. Um, and, of course, you played senior football already, you know, in every game so far. Yeah, I've, I've loved it, to be honest. Um, it's so good to be involved with the first team and uh, just appreciating it all, I think. Ever since the message to, to come into training, then obviously the first game at Plough Lane. Um, yeah, it's been great. And yeah, multiple positions, Blue. Uh, what, what's, I know I'm putting you on the spot now, Blue, um, and Nia's here in, in this call. Um, but what have you what have you thought of Nia so far? And in training, you know, you know, young, you know, you're still young, Nia, but you've come in senior football straight away and done really well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people come on this podcast just to big themselves up, like the ego just goes up. My um, head is. <laughs> yeah. Um, my first impressions of Nia, I can't exactly remember when it was, whether it was training or a game, preseason game, but very, you almost have a calm aura around you when you're on the ball, and also hit your ball really well, like the way you pass the ball. I think that's what it was, a side foot pass that your technique for that is the first thing I noticed um, about Nia, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, just very, very clean footballer. That's what I'd, I'd call you. Um, but obviously versatile too. Um, so yeah, looking forward to seeing this season. Hopefully you'll get a bit more exposure as you are so far. Um, but yeah, all good so far. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. And, um... What's your thoughts on your squad number? Of course, it's been changed because there was an error in the um, printing. We won't get into that. But um, you've got 16. That's a, a good number. Yeah, obviously, um, big shoes, Phil, as it was Bonnie's number. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like the number. Hopefully, I can do it justice. <laughs> I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Well, let's get to know you a bit more then, Nia. Ten questions with the feature that is um, trending nowadays. Um, Blue, I'll let, we'll take it in turns because normally yeah. it is me and you questioning. So I'll... Um, I'll let you start off. Um, the question is, 
Have we got the order in the right way? I think so, yeah. I think so. Okay, we'll we'll soon find out. We'll soon find out. So I'll start I'll start on the football theme. Um so what has been your favourite or best moment in football so far, would you say? Um I think my best moment is we've got to be signing for a switch. And then Oh crowd you know. pleaser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, um, yeah, signing, I think, for the 21s was a big, like, moment for me. And then, of course, to be playing for first team as well. That's a very big highlight, yeah. Because yeah. were, were you the first player to come from the community side through to the 21s? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think so. <laughs> there we go. Trailblazer. Yeah. Ross, Ross, trailblazer. <laughs> Yeah, well, I got I got a message from someone saying, "Have you got a picture of Neil? We want to do a post about it." And um, it was the foundation. So there we go. Hopefully, hopefully first of many, Neil. Hopefully first of many. You'll yes, be yeah. the first Agreed. person on that Hall of Fame making the debut in the senior team. There we go. Um, okay, next question, and it's about football again for you, Neil. And uh, which player, male or female, do you enjoy watching? Um, I wasn't going to say it, but I'm going to say it. You're currently wherever you are, you've got a Diego Costa um, frame shirt um, behind you. Um, so would you say that's one player, but any other players as well? Yeah, so I am a Chelsea fan. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, when he was at Chelsea, I loved watching him. I think he was just such a, a presence. I think a lot of teams feared him. And he was, you know, he just used to bag goals for fun. Um Currently, maybe a bit of a weird one, but I really enjoy watching uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek. I think he's a very sort of silky player and uh, very good at driving with the ball. So, yeah, uh, definitely him. Um, I think from the women's game, probably Georgia Stanway. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think she's a really, I think she's a very good, like, number eight, like, very balanced in attacking and defending. So yeah, versatile as well. Yeah, versatile yeah. As makes well, sense. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Boom. Boom. Yeah, from Diego Costa to Georgia Stanway. I mean, I can see some similarities in in terms of controversy at times yeah. in their careers, but yeah, yeah, one more than other. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, good old Diego, good old Diego. Yeah. Um, and of course, you, you said sorry about being a Chelsea fan, but it's still blue, still blue colour. It's, it's still, still blue, yeah, blue is the colour. Blue is the colour. And do you know what, blue? Let's segue, actually. I'm sorry, I'm going to jump in now. Your favourite colour then, Nia? Is, is it blue or have you got a different favourite colour? Um, it, it, it is blue, but it's also yellow. Oh. Which is a bit random. But um, that as well, but because of uh, you know Norwich and everything. But yeah. do you know what? I like mustard. I like mustard. Basically, yeah. what you're wearing blue. That is a beautiful color. I like that color. Mustard. Thank, Thank you, Ross. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I like a lot of sort of um, like jumpers and stuff. They're yellow. Yeah. Always try and keep an eye out for them. But... Yeah. As long as they haven't got a badge on them. Norwich is badge. Green. Yellow well, green no, never Norwich. Yeah. No, never no. Norwich. No. Oh, that's another Good. tick. Well done. Well done yeah. There we go. There we go. Happy day. I'm just, I'm just picking up brownie points. That's my job. Yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. Uh, Blue, take it away. Sorry, I've jumped in already. I've, I'm two in front. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, my next question. So, if you were stuck on a desert island with a teammate, so this can be across the 21s or the first team, 
who would you choose to be with? So with, there's two elements to this question that we've sort of digressed. So one is which teammate would you choose to get off the island? So if you had to try and get off it, or which teammate you choose if you had like if you were like this is it, we're staying on this island. If that makes sense. It might be the same person. I'm not sure. No, this is a tough question. Um, I think if I was trying to get off, um, probably be Megan wearing. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I think she's she's obviously very smart and she's a good friend of mine. So yeah, I think we'd she'd figure out a way and I'd just just follow her. Yeah. Um, but to be actually stuck on there, I think I think there's a few to be honest to choose from. Um, Abby Smith, probably. She's very funny. Uh, Nina, Sarah Zero, Lauren. Um, yeah, there's there's a few I could pick. So I don't know if I can just pick one. Nice five side team, though. Yeah, yeah. Good, very balanced. Got yeah. Goalie. Yeah, you got, got, yeah, got a yeah. yeah, there we go then. Um, I know yeah. you. Hang on, Ross. I, I know you mentioned Megan, Megan Waring. We forgot to mention the fact oh. that Megan Waring is away with Scotland. Oh, we were, international I felt really so bad. So I just want to get in there with yeah. that before we forget again. So sorry, Megan. Um, so yeah, Megan's away on a Scotland camp. Um, she's playing some fixtures. So yeah, it'll be be good to hear. We'll have to get on the pod when she's back to hear her experiences of what Scotland international camp is like. Um, but yeah, big up to Megan under 19s. Good. Now another tick, another tick on the list. We need, we needed to <laughs> remember that. Yeah. I felt bad last, last time we recorded, but yeah, it's good to see another international. Um, this time it's Scotland. We're, we're normally used to England and stuff, but now Scotland, uh, we're going through all the nations now in, in, in England, you know, like we are Welsh. Into the... Neil, are you Welsh? Are you got... is that... I'm actually a core Welsh. So oh, there we go future there we go wait and see wait and see um let's talk about then we, we talk about you being on desert island let's talk about your favorite holiday destination um which place do you like to go is it is there a place on your bucket list as well um yes yeah, so i haven't actually really been to very many places um so <coughs> sorry i'd probably have to say oh my god i'm just gonna it's fine polite a very polite young lady we've got here She's yeah, a water now. Just you know, it's good. Some people just cough away and they'll like just talk to yeah. her. But no, very polite young lady. Oh, one more. Right, I'm there back. I'm back. Um, yes. I think probably um, North Wales. Uh, my granddad lives there, and I just think it's it's so beautiful. Um, you've got like the valleys, driving through the valleys to go to the beach, um, and yeah, just I just love the beach. I love the beach and the beaches there are so nice and they're so quiet as well which really makes it i think so yeah well um sorry um on my bucket list is italy definitely um yeah. I, i'd really like to go to rome because um obviously the history there is is really interesting and i'm really interested in in going there and learning some more I know nice. food. Food as well. yeah, 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 
Well, yeah, um, uh, yeah, I've been to Italy many times, and I, I fully recommend anywhere in Italy. Um, and yeah, lo- lovely, lovely place. And yeah, Wales, you know, he's underrated. I've been to Wales a few times, and there's some really nice places in Wales, and um, very nice people as well. Um, Welsh people, I've got a few Welsh friends, and they're the top people. Um, okay, then, Blue, next question. So, what are, if there are any? Is there any other sports um, you enjoy or play or even watch um, um, other, than, other than football, obviously? Um, so obviously football's our main one, obviously. Um, but um, probably when I was about seven, eight, I, I wanted to be a swimmer more than I wanted to be a footballer. Wow. Yeah, so I was quite serious on swimming. Um, just recently quit, to be honest, just due to time. But um, yeah, I love swimming. Uh, don't really um, watch it that much, but but yeah. And swimming training is quite hardcore. Like I've seen, I've heard about these documentaries and stuff like that, and it's quite hardcore. So did you have to train a lot or early in the morning or like how did that work? How was your swimming schedule? Um, luckily, I wasn't I wasn't that serious. So it's usually just evenings, um, three or four times a week for a couple of hours. I think with swimming as well, it's very social. I think you know sometimes you can get. A bit boring just just swimming up and down so if you've got someone to go with and just have a chat during your rest makes it makes it a lot better blue are you a good swimmer are you good i used to i used to do a little bit of swimming a few triathlons when i was younger mm. but not for me i hated swimming <laughs> i hated it Fair enough. Was, yeah what about you ross are you a swimmer um, for a little period last year, I was going once a week because it's it's good exercise. Mm. Um, and then I just yeah stopped for a week, and then I forgot to go another week. And yeah, but I want to get back into it. I want to make it a regular thing because I do like swimming. Um, yeah, it's great for fitness. Really hard though. Yeah, it's yeah. it's good for you as well because it's not uh, a strain on the body really. It's, yeah, yeah. You can't really get injured unless you break your nose jumping in or something. <laughs> <laughs> or you go you don't you go too far you don't stretch and you go too far like yeah because yeah, um, yeah. the swim pool i was going to there's like three different lanes there's a slow lane medium lane and then fast lane and i decided to go in the fast lane straight away and of course you've got proper hardcore people in there going really fast i'm like i'm not gonna be able to catch up so i moved on to the middle lane i went yeah i let the pros do that lane and i, I felt like full suffering because i was going too fast too quickly um so there we go uh, yeah blue next question Favourite food? This is really hard because um, I am quite a picky eater, but I do love food. Um, I'd probably have to say like a good Chinese takeaway. Oh, probably. Yeah. And what's, what's your order? What's your go-to? Um, so obviously egg fried rice, uh, sweet sour chicken balls, noodles. Mm. Um um, there's this thing called like chicken and Thai sweet chili sauce. It's very good. Yeah. Um, that was, that's yeah, <laughs> that's what I usually get. Oh, that's good. That's good. Good yeah. order. Good order. I was thinking this last very night. Sorry. I really fancy a Chinese. I fancied a Chinese last night. Now you make me want a Chinese more. Now uh, I won't be having it tonight. <laughs> I won't be having it tonight. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for it. Um, that's a reward. That's a reward after a you know good week work and all that jazz. Um, but now good. Chinese, do you like Chinese food, Blue? Is Chinese top tier for you? Um, I wouldn't say it's top tier for me. Um, but I think growing up, we never really had 
Chinese takeaways, Indian take. We didn't really have that that often. Um, so I never really tried Chinese food until a bit later. I never really experienced that. Oh, get to the end of the week, you have a takeaway. We normally just did. We made pizza. Um, so we'd all just make our own pizza and need the dough and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, Indian for me, Indian over Chinese. That's fair. fair that's, that should be another yeah. question. Should we, that could be another question, Blue, for this. It'll be 11 questions, Wim. Um, Chinese or Indian food. Yeah, there we go. Um, I love, like, for Chinese, I just I go to buffets, like Chinese buffets, and it is dangerous because you just keep going up and up yeah, and up and up. But, yeah, oh, second, just, third, fourth. Yeah, it's, it's, it is dangerous. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, now, Blue, you mentioned pizza, and that segues nicely into Blue versus Roscoe. Pineapple on pizza, Nia. Yes or no? Do a little pause and say it. We want a little drum roll. Okay, what are you going? I'm going to go no. Yes. Well done, Nia. Well done. Um, I've, I think I've only had it once, um, but I just, I think fruit on on pizza is a bit weird. Okay, so can I just get this straight, right? So I'm losing 2-1 on the pineapple pizza debate. I'm the two people who don't like it. One has tried it once. The other one has never even tried it. Can we I'm just? Not <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I think this it's a matter of um, moral. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Rather than taste, you know, yeah. do you put fruit on pizza or do you not? I don't think you do. Tomato is a fruit. Yeah, technically, uh, it's a bit, it's a bit on the edge. If we want to get technical, well, I can yeah. get technical. Yeah, but um, no, it's it's two one. I just hear a sore loser at the moment. Uh, two one at the moment. So uh, I'm gonna have to start selecting our guests a bit better. I think <laughs> possibly. Yeah, but there we go then. Um, two one. Okay, no. I'll, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's fine. It's you fine. Take it. Sorry, Blue. All right. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll move on. Simply on to the next question uh, before I have, have a tantrum. Actually, um, no, sorry, Blue. I'm I'm at another question here. Sorry, I I just I get ideas and I want to say it. What yeah, what on. what is your topping? What is your topping on pizza then? Um, barbecue chicken. Good, yeah. Yeah, I love it. So good. Good. What was the Couple topping? Onions, on night? onions on there as well. What was the topping on Wednesday yeah. night? Oh, it's just a uh, pepperoni, I think. Oh, it's alright. Yeah, solid, 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 solid. Yeah. Pepperoni solid. What's yours, Blue? Once again, I'm, I'm adding more questions onto this, but it could work. Um, probably another controversial one, olives. Any olive haters here? No, I, I don't. I don't like olives, but I wouldn't say like don't have them. It's not. It's not a yes or no question. Do you have olives on your pizza? Yes or no? <laughs> but, um, We're gonna yeah. end up with fifty questions. We are, um, we are. What else do I have on my pizza? Uh, occasionally a bit of chicken, but then sometimes I don't fancy that. Um, mm-hmm. Some onions, a bit of pepperoni, maybe. Um, have you ever had another question? Have you ever had a fried egg on top of your pizza? Yes, I have. No, yeah. I've not. I've had one. Never. Interesting. I, I don't mind. I'll have that. to try it though. Yeah. Try a pineapple again first, and then. Fried egg. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. 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 Not nope. Gonna happen, nope. Not gonna happen. Okay. Next question, Blue. Is it, yes, your question next, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So this one's the superpower one. So if you if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Um, I think what's oh my god, what's it called where you just like can go anywhere at any time? Teleportation. Yeah, teleportation. Or flying. Or flying. Yeah, or flying. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, you know, just to be able to turn up anywhere at any time would be very cool. You'd never be late, um, although you'll still yeah. be late, probably, like me. I'll probably I'm, still I'm be late, you know. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to say it, Russell. No, no. Yeah, I'll still be late somehow, even though I can just, boom, I'm here. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at the AGL arena. I'm, I'm at the training ground. I'm at the coach ready to go. Or no, you just teleport. To, you don't need to even worry about coaching. Yeah, you won't even need away. to get the coach. Yeah. Just go to the way Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, already, I'm already in Bridgewater. I'm already in Newcastle, you know. Why is it taking you guys so long? I'm already here. But there we go. Uh, but I won't have the band. It'd be cool. Imagine it just was... like just going to Italy and then yeah. just coming back for training. That'd be. <laughs> That'd that be a good day. Yeah. yeah. Where did you get a tan from? Oh, I've just been in Italy a few days. Just you know, just been there a few just days. Couple hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hours couple back, hours. back. Pretty much. Pretty much. But there, good, good shoot power. Good shoot power. Well, I forgot what you said, Blue. Now, what did you, you say? Teleportation, I said didn't you? Teleportation. Or yeah. um, never being injured ever again. Yes, yes, yes. Nia, have you be... had? Yeah, um, I was going off. I've just, I've just completely forgot what I was going to say. We'll move on to the next question. When you going to ask if Nia's had any injuries? Yeah, then I, I stopped myself. I stopped myself. That's a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit. Um, uh, no, I've been very, I've been very lucky. I've, um, I've never had sort of a, a serious injury. So touch wood. Yes, touch wood. Yes, cross. Yes, definitely. Okay then, final question, I think, Blue, on the mm-hmm. 50 questions with Nia Evans. Um, <laughs> what is the one item you can't live without? Oh my God, this is, I think this was the question I was thinking about the most. And it cannot be your phone. Yeah, that's just... Okay. Crazy. I don't know if it counts as an item, but could I say shower? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said moisturizer. Think... Uh, still, that is an item. Yeah, that, yeah that, I don't think you can just carry a shower around, but <laughs> yeah, shower, I think. Shower just, yeah. Podcast exclusive here. It's been a bit of a funny episode, but before training, I will have a shower. Is that weird or not? Um, No, I don't think so. No. So, so sometimes I'll have three showers a day, which is obviously not good for my water bill. No. Nope. But I just like to, so if I'm working, I then have a shower just to, I don't know, put a barrier in between. Okay, I've done work now. Now I'm going to training. I quite like it. I enjoy it. For me, for a shower, it, it just you just feel freshened up, don't you? You just feel yeah. you're awake yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but then also when you have a shower like at night, it's also like, yeah, I'm ready for bed now because you're nice and fresh, ready to get into yeah. your nice cosy bed. Um, so I don't think it's controversial in terms of you know having one before you're gonna basically sweat running around the football pitch, but you just if you feel that's the way you get ready for training, it's a transition. Go for it. it's a trans- yeah. yeah, I think it, showers can just like change your mood as well. Yeah, like you yeah, say, like you have one, bef- have one before bed and you're you're ready for bed. You know, have one before training and you're ready for training. Like, yeah, like that. We'll there we go. We've had different different um <laughs> items so far. We've had your car moisturizer and shower so that's yeah i think that's good i think it's a good list mm-hmm. so far yeah um, car is a good one definitely i don't definitely. think i'd live without my car no comment um <laughs> no comment um no no update on that please um well there we go then getting to know me a little bit more getting to know me and blue a little bit more olives on pizza yes or no no i won't be another question that won't be another question that's um it's not as controversial as pineapple pizza and let everyone know it's Roscoe 2, Blue 1. Next time we'll get a guest on, we'll find out if they'll be joining Team Blue or Team Roscoe. 
Um, okay then, let's take a look at the league um, as a whole because um, we haven't recorded one for a little while. Um, result wise, of course, we had no game on Sunday, so that must have felt a bit, bit strange for for fans and players. But there's also an opportunity for us to sort of have a little rest after a, you know a quick start to the season. Um, so blue. I think you've got the fixtures in front of you. I'll let you sort of uh-huh. rattle out. I think everyone played except from us and Watford, of course. I think, uh, or did someone else miss a game? I don't know. You, 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 you go, you go away. Okay, so we'll start off with Portsmouth Gillingham. So teams that we both played. Um, that was two all. So interesting result. Desmond. Yeah. Um, Plymouth Argyle versus London Bees it was a two-one win to London Bees. Nice away win for them. Um, Oxford. Smash Cheltenham 5-0. Um, big result. Cheltenham obviously new up this season. Um, and yeah, Oxford are looking good at the minute. Uh, we've then got Crawley Wasp Bridgewater, which was a one-all draw. I imagine that was quite a tight game. And then finally, Bitteracky won 2-1 at home to MK Dons. Such a fixture roundup. Um, currently, we've got Oxford having played four games at the top of the table. They have not dropped points yet. Well, they're currently in a position we were last year, you know, riding high, unbeaten, scoring goals. Um, but yeah, the big, you know, Billericke, I'm sure they were pleased to get their first points on the board and, you know, to bounce back from the defeat against us. Um, what was it near, by the way? Uh, what was it was it like on Sunday, you know, not having a game, a chance to be at the training ground, just sort of have a, you know, maybe a nice review session, a few, I know there's what's behind closed doors, sort of game between the two two sides. What was that like? Yeah, it was good. So we just sort of did a, a 9v9 or a 10v9 at one point, um, mainly 21s, a couple of the first team uh, played. I think uh, from from my point of view, it's good to get minutes minutes in. Obviously, I, I played um, a few minutes pre-season, but yeah, good to get even more minutes in the tank and um, ready for the Academy League to start. Indeed. Is it this week, the, this, the first game for the Academy? Yeah, um, Bristol away. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, well, of course, we'll give some updates on on how the Academy's doing this year as well. We'll um have a little look at result wise. But yeah, best of luck to yourself, Nia, and all the other players heading down the Bristol on Wednesday. Um, well, let's talk about the game this weekend then. QPR in the cup, the Fornal Cup. Um Blue, QPR, division. Uh, tier four sides. Um, I don't think we've played them before in our history. I don't think that I know of. That they're, they're they're a weird team because they they've only recently become the team because they used to be in our division, but then they became Hounslow and then Hounslow. I oh, won't get into that. But um, what's your thoughts on it? an opportunity to play a tier four side? I'm going to quickly get up where they are in the table while you speak about them. I know where they are, Ross. They are fifth oh. in the table. Um. Recent results, they drew 0-0 against Actonians. Um, they won against Wimbledon 1-0. So we obviously played okay. Wimbledon in pre-season. Um, but lost 4-2 to Cambridge City. So a real range of results there. Because I saw the 1-0 Wimbledon win. I was like, oh, these guys are going to be quite good. Um, but then the 4-2 lost to Cambridge City suggests otherwise. So I think what you find with these Tier 4 sides is they can turn up. Um, they'll be a good side. But we should be favourites going into that, and we should look to put a few past someone, be clinical, and get the game done early. I think in the first half. Um, but yeah, it'll be a tough, it'll be a tough game. These 
you never know how they're going to show up. Um, but looking forward to it. Yeah, nice I like, break I like from the league. Yeah, I think that's what, what was nice last year. We had a little break and then we went back into league action. But um, yes, competition, that it would be great to try and see if we can get as far as we can in. Um, depends on the luck of the draw and all that sort of stuff. For the last year, we always we planned, we played London Bees, I think, first. Then we played Southampton, of course, unfortunately lost. But um, it's nice that we'd be, we're playing teams we haven't played before. We may not know much about them. Um, so yeah. it's a nice opportunity. Of course, there's a away game at QPR. So another trip there. Um, and Nia, what, what's your, um, what is your away day sort of plan what do you sort of you are you a person would put your tunes in you have a little chin wag with the teammates what, what do you what's your what's your go-to um a bit of both really i like to listen to a bit of music um but yeah i enjoy chatting with everyone um i think it's good bonding just being on a coach for hours and yeah you just have a good laugh yeah, definitely Bristol and those sort of trips because you need to, yeah, you need to somehow yeah. find some time, you know, have a little chinwag or, you know, listen to music or watch, you know, watch a film or whatever, you know, if you can, if you can get the Wi Fi working and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, QPR this weekend. Um, if you can go to the game, make sure to say hello and all that stuff. Um, Blue, any other business, any other notes you want to mention before we wrap up? I don't think so. Just a big thanks for, uh, for Nia giving up your time to come on, uh, no, being our first you. guest of the season. Um, it's been great. Yeah, great to get to know you a bit more and hopefully we'll see you a lot more this season in the first team. Thank you very much. Yeah. No, thank you for having me. It's yeah, it a uh, pleasure. It's a dream. Dream come true. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Super fun. <laughs> on, uh, yeah, I'm a massive fan, yeah. There we go. Oh, make, make it us blush, Blue. Make it us blush. Oh, but we did, to be fair, we, we made our head really big earlier about, you know, praising her and stuff. Did, so, yeah. yeah. I need so, someone to humble me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Like it. I like it. Uh, well, Blue, I'll let you take it away. Outro as you will. We'll be back very soon. It's always a pleasure. Nia, thanks for joining us. Blue, thank you very much for joining me. Take it away. So thanks for listening once again. Sorry, it's a bit delayed. Um, we'll be back next week after QPR. Um, final game um, if you fancy a trip we're away um, so yeah it's a 2pm 2 2 kickoff um, at the Powerbank Stadium something like that it's on Twitter um, so if you fancy that uh, big thank you to John Fowler's solicitors again for sponsoring the pod um, big up Michael Kennedy and yeah we'll be back next week from true crime to football Brexit to football more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.